Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. <clears throat> Who's that? Means we're live. Oh, we're live. I gotta go get a microphone. I don't like that reverb. Burp. Burp. Burp, burp. <laughs> if you can hear me. We're trying to get situated. We apologize for the delay. I can't listen to that much longer. I hear myself in the headphones and then there's some reverb on the other end. I'm not I guess it's from Bliss's computer. <clears throat> there it is. Beautiful. Hi, hi. Hi. Hello. <clears throat> Welcome to the program. Sorry we're running late. We had some things to do. Well, um, wait, wait, this is the wrong video. What's that? Oh. Yeah, because we're on YouTube. And it's delayed it's by like 12 minutes. Oh. My mic seems really low. Um, is that better? Yeah, that's way better. Not. <clears throat> no, Bubba is like supposed to record a commercial, so we're waiting for him. Yeah, we're waiting for him. And he still hasn't recorded it, so he may like barge in here at any moment and record. That's fine. That's fitting. I, that wouldn't bother me, not one bit. Um, welcome to, what is this show called? Off the Rails with Blummel. I'm like, who am I? What am I doing? I feel like Joe Biden in this bitch. Uh, yeah, sorry about that. I needed to eat. I was hungry. I was starving when I woke up. And I go, uh, well, you better get unstarving, ho, because you got about four and a half hours. Right. So um, I was determined to make it to the end. And then, yeah, yeah. I mean, to 10, 10 a.m. End of the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I could eat my nutritious shit, and I also wanted to try the, uh, oh, this is why this isn't working. I think, did I click on the wrong thing? I hope so. Huh. Stand by. I'm sorry. I need to just, this is bothering me. I feel like we, I should be seeing, there it is. This should probably be it. There we go. Beautiful. Thank you. Um, I really wanted to try that brookie that I made. Oh, I gotta fix something. Sorry, guys. No, you're fine. No, no, it's just, it's the, uh, the audio... Go ahead. You can go ahead. Okay. Um, so I really, I made two things last night because I am a uh, domesticated woman. I'm, I'm a, uh, a goddess, some may have called me in the past, recent past. Oh, really? A domestic goddess, yes. So um, the plan was to make uh, Blitz some brookies for his birthday. And if you don't know what a brookie is, it's a brownie and a cookie mix, and it's fucking great. Um, we added uh, what I thought. You know when you have an experience with someone and in your mind the experience experience went one way, but in their mind it went a, a completely different way? Yes. That's how our experience was with brookies. Okay. Because I can't remember. I'm probably, I'm sure I've had a brookie in my life like before this last year, but I didn't remember. And um, you, you got some at Publix one time. Mm-hmm. And I thought that we, you and I, Blummel, had an experience of it being really fucking good now it could be because we also added ice cream on it oh, sure yeah. but 
in my mind, you loved Brookies after that moment. You and you would always, and here's also why I thought that because when we would go to Publix, you know, subsequent times, you would always look to see if they had the Brookies. You were always in 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 hunt for the Brookie. Mm-hmm. So I took note of that because I'm a. I'm a good listener and observer and yes. trying to be a good partner to you, a spouse, if you will. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this motherfucker loves brookies. I'll make him some brookies. Okay. So I buy all the ingredients. I take time and trying to formulate what kind of brownie do I get the triple chocolate? Do I get the peanut butter? Do I get the fucking double deluxe dark chocolate milk? Yeah, because they don't make brownies. They make 500 flavors of brownies. Right. So I'm thinking, I'm like racking my little peanut head. What is he going to like? What should I do? All this sort of stuff. Then last week, if you recall, we briefly talked about Brookies on the show. And this fucker just goes, meh, not that great. What? Then I tried to, you know, instill the memory that we had of how good it was together. Oh, the experience was awesome. And, and he still was just not sold on the idea. And I'm right. like, hey, fucker. I just bought all the ingredients literally the day before. So I was annoyed. And then you said, I'm not being too obvious, am I? Right. So I was annoyed because in my mind, and, and this can happen anytime you're about to give a gift, you know, like when with the Tom Bean story yesterday, he was like, all this can be yours, Zoe. And she's like, I'm going to sell it. Right. You know, it's kind of like one of those, obviously not as extreme, but you think you have this great idea in your head for a gift and the other person isn't feeling it. So at that point, you're at a juncture because you can then make the experience about them and cater to what they want. And we talked after the show and he's like, I'd prefer just a, a plain cookie. Or you can make the experience about you, which is usually the route I take and sure. go, fuck you. It's your birthday. I'm making what you what I wanted to make you. Yeah. So I, I, I liked the idea of the brookie and our experience eating the brookie was fantastic. It was good. Because we souped it up, or you souped it up. I souped it, it up your, with it some, with some, uh, yeah, some ice cream, which and, is phenomenal. And it was awesome. But my problem with the Publix brookie was it didn't have enough cookie on the brookie. It no, was, not it was cookie like on the brookie. it was all, uh, brook. It was all brownie, no cookie. Yeah, it was all brook, and it had like barely any a cookie lot of on book, top. not enough cook cookie. Right. So, <clears throat> anywho, I decided to go both routes and make Blitz his own cookie cake and also make the brookies because i was determined to make them and make them well and let me let me tell you folks i nailed it i fucking nailed it you, you thought you you, I, fu- you thought you fucked it I up i thought i fucked it up i thought i fucked it up. i was talking to my dad my dad's trying to like he's going into this ukraine deal this sort of shit he starts talking about the holocaust i'm like hey hey hold on the fucking brookies are almost ready can't be talking about the holocaust right now i got putting fucking toothpicks in the in the batter right now if you don't know, because I'm a master baker, I've I've recently learned that cookie dough and brownie fudgy shit batter cook at different speeds and heats and shit. It's a science. But when you combine them together, especially when you put the cookie on top of the brownie, you know, I'm looking in the oven, I'm like, that Things looks... that don't cook at the same time. Right. I'm looking at the cookie and I'm like, that looks... Maybe a little too well done, because that is looking a little on the, uh, not, you know when you're golden brown and then you start getting like black brown brown, and I'm like, oh shit, that's a burn. Those are burned edges, and then I stick the mm-hmm. the toothpick in, and it's wet, which means it's not cooked all the way, so I'm just like, fuck, what, what does someone do in this case? So I just said, listen, 
better just a little burn than fucking wet, soppy shit on the bottom. So I let it cook a little bit more. Took it out just at the right time. Just said, you know what? Fuck it. If they eat it, they eat it. They like it. They hate it. Whatever. I'm like, how bad could it be? Even if it's undercooked, it's still like good, delicious chocolatey batter. Can't be right. that bad. Right. Um, and, uh, and then when it cools off, obviously it kind of hardens a bit mm-hmm. and, um, I hate to say it, but I'm amazing. Well, you got here today and you thought the edges were burnt or cooked too much. Yes. And I, I, along with many other people like the edges because of, because of it being crispy, it wasn't burnt at all. Mm-hmm. It was like crunchy. Yeah. It was crunchy. Which is perfect. You don't want it burnt because burnt is gross. Right. But, but then crunchy the- is great. And then with the combination of the soft, moist, fudgy brownie, it was pretty much perfect. It really was. It was good. And yeah, this is this it. is this is the uh, the confidence I need because I, you know, most people maybe learn how to cook with their families, you know, but my mom had maybe one meal she made, and I hope she's not listening. It was just. It's not that it was. Her cooking was bad. It's just I didn't like the meal that much. What was it? It was like she would make rice, whatever, and okay. then like pe- not pilaf. I think it was pe- I think it was pilaf. I don't fucking okay. know. It was it wasn't like a white or a brown rice. It was multicolored with different types okay. of fucking grains and gotcha. shit. And then she would make this like beans. I'm I'm not giving you a good <laughs> description. It was like a like a, a red kidney bean with like tomato sauce and she would mix it up and add some spices and then you put the sauce bean stuff over the rice with the salad and listen it it was fine but that was like her go-to meal. Okay. And then dad would make dinner uh but it was usually I mean vegetarian chicken nuggets or mm. stuff of that nature so that's not really like cooking cooking. But he provided me with food, and I'm very grateful, Father. So there were no, like, family rest. There was some, like, kugel every now and again, but it was very rare, if right. you know what that is, if you're if you're into Jew things, which is pretty good. But So it wasn't like Mom made dinner every night, and I learned Grandma's fucking recipe. Mm-hmm. The only thing my Grandma made on a regular basis was, like, spaghetti with meat sauce or brisket. That and sounds- I fantastic if you but i was me. a vegetarian at the age of eight so i would, didn't eat either of those things so there was i didn't really you know some people like bond with their family and their mom or the grandma mm-hmm. in the kitchen yeah not me i'm like fuck that Mm-mm. i did a little bit my, my mom had like you know a, a good handful of meals that she always made nothing like crazy and it wasn't like scratch made stuff but it was you know like she put together simple like, but like reliable like they were always like, like pretty I, good stuff like i like to make like you know like hey look like this item might come out of a box, and this item might come out of a box, but you cook it out of the box, and you kind of soup it up, and you add things to it, and you yeah. you put three or four or five of those things together, and you have a nice meal. Yeah, and um, the way that you cook and the way that like you like to eat, it seems, you don't like the meals too complex. There's like, no when you add too that. many things together... Depends on what it is, but yeah, there's no need for like super complex. Because you you even said during the break that you like things a little bit simpler, like we were talking about the baconator or whatever. Yeah, and you were like too many pieces parts. We well, like fast food. See, here's the thing though: it's like, like I like salad with like a lot of stuff in it. Right. Okay. But like fast food stuff, it's like it's too much, and like it, the, my problem is like the calorie count is too high. Like it's nothing I could eat like even somewhat even close Reasonably, to me regularly. Yeah. So like, hey, instead of having like. 10 items on this sandwich like put you know two or three maybe and do away with like half the butter and like 
half the cheese and one of the slabs of meat. Like, we don't need, like, I don't need all that. But he did eat it all, for oh, the yeah, record. I had to eat it all. It's my birthday. It's his birthday. It's his birthday. But, like, um, I'll probably never have another one of those again. Okay. It's just too much. Yeah. Yeah. So, I didn't grow up with uh, any of that shit, ever. Um... So I didn't learn how to make anything, and it, it, it's like it's really fucking embarrassing. Like, can I can I can I make a confession on the show? Like, sure. I've never like boiled pasta before in my life. Okay, in my fucking thirty four and a half, really pushing almost thirty five. Anyways, mm-hmm. I've never like made po- like spaghetti. Before. So in your in your close to four decades on Earth, that's true. You've yeah never never. I've made rice like in a in a rice maker. I don't even think I count. No, it's not. It wasn't in a pot. It was literally like. Well, doop, doop. I mean, it's better in a rice maker. But. <clears throat> yeah, it's like moist. It's more moist. But mm-hmm. so I never learned how to do. I never learned how to be a woman. Is what I'm saying. So now that I am someone's spouse, <laughs> and I am a woman, I know Katanji Jackson Brown or whatever can't define woman, but I can, and mm-hmm. this is it. Um, I'm, I'm trying to not, uh, not to be in a more domestic role, but I feel like I want to be able to have basic skills in the kitchen. I think that's not just a skill of being a woman, but maybe an adult human being that is self-sufficient and independent and can take care of themselves. So I feel like now I, I use heat. I think the first time I started using heat was for eggs. I was like, okay. You drop the egg in, you cook, you wait. You know what eggs look like yeah. when they're done. You don't really need to fucking... Mm-hmm. Right. So that's what the egg started. Then, you know, you start incorporating... And, and I have an egg cooker, which is funny. Right. You have the egg cooker. And then, you know, and then I started making stuff like uh, stir-fry shit. sort, of, But, like, okay. really basic. And to be honest with you, probably stuff that nobody else would like. Me and my father eat very similarly. We eat things that probably wouldn't be in combination with one another. Just like like a mix-mash smorgasbord of just... Because we're like... I'm not a vegan. My dad is. But we both were vegetarian with me growing up. Mm-hmm. My dad's just more recently been a vegan. And no, he's not the fucking obnoxious, PETA vegan, annoying, telling people what to eat. Right. He doesn't give a fuck. This is just shit that he does for yeah, himself. You do you, he does he. Right. He does he. Right. He, like, he's had uh, multiple girlfriends over the years, and they all eat bacon and shit. Millions, some would say. And he doesn't try to convert them. Now, here's the thing, though, that I've noticed. Because me and my father are both, like, more picky eaters, Mm -hmm. that whoever we're around, and it doesn't necessarily have to be a spouse or a a partner, but they start to eat more like us. By default. You have to. Right. So, like, if I'm always eating salad, then this fucker's always eating salad. Now, that's a bad example because Blitz already likes salad (laughs) from the get. Right. But you get what I'm saying. Maybe you eat more yogurt. Maybe more hummus. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Right. Yeah. I've I've lived with people and then all of a sudden we'd look in the fridge like six months after we moved in and and I remember I lived with this Indian guy and he's like, holy shit, I'm turning into you. Right. I'm like, yeah, well, you've lost about... 25 pounds. Well, yeah, I mean, great. You know, when, when two people are together, whether they're friends, roommates, whatever, spouses. Cohabitating or spouses. Yeah, or just hanging out. Like, obviously, the one that's more picky, like, if you're going to be nice, you have to, like, you cater, know, to, cater them. to that person. So Because that because the person who's less picky is more inclusive. It's not that they don't eat vegetables. Right. It's just that they may also eat meat and potatoes and shit. Correct. 
But if they don't mind eating vegetarian or more that way, it's just kind of the natural progression of things mm-hmm. that you eat like the person who's annoying, which is usually what happens. Or yeah. you just, like you said, you go to restaurants where it's more accommodating to a uh, vegetarian. But yeah, there's definitely restaurants that, <clears throat> that we've gone to that like I probably wouldn't go to at all. Right. Right. And I don't think that you've minded them all so much. No. You find things on the menu that you like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like you've... And, and like, you know, we've never gone to like a, a vegan restaurant. No. You know, because that's like, it's a lot for me. Yeah. And it, I've noticed that you seem to like to eat some sort of uh, animal flesh with each meal, which is fine. And usually, I don't mind. Usually chicken. <clears throat> yeah, but. usually chicken. Um, and I don't, again, food to me is so personal and mm-hmm. you got to just do what works for you. And do I care about the animals? Yeah, but like not that much, if I'm being honest. Right. Do I care? Yeah, in theory, I care. In theory, I care a lot. But in practice, I fucking don't. I don't at all. I'll, you'll never see me at a fucking protest. I'll tell you that much. You never see me on that fucking river getting hit in the face with carp. That is probably the dumbest fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. You wouldn't do that? Like, not only do I find fish terrifying, but the fact that like... With enough speed, like, I could get a concussion or break my face. So, i got to be honest. Like, if that was around here, I would absolutely do that. Good for you. I would wear a helmet. I, I no. But that, like, I'm afraid of like fish. Fun. Did I tell you that? That I'm actually, like, I have a fear of fish phobia. Did, did you know that about me? Along with butterflies? It's no, true, I, true didn't, thing. I did not know that. Yes. I had a very good. bad experience, um snorkeling if we can even call it that in uh hawaii 499 and a bitch ate one thank thank you chris uh bergenhagen did i read that right yeah <clears throat> my eyes are getting a little better i guess maybe i don't need glasses after all <laughs> self-corrected after 30 years yeah, amazing it hap- it how happens. science works nature's amazing <clears throat> um yeah i'm afraid of fish i had a bad experience in uh Maui, I think it was. Maui or Kauai, one of those uh, islands. Okay, what happened? Went on a boat, and it was like a day-long tour, snorkel, lunches included thing. Like a great little family vacation. I was probably in the ballpark of, I think it was right before 9-11. I want to say it was the the August before, uh, like the month before 9-11. So I must have been 14, something like that. And here's the thing. I don't know if, because a lot of people have phobias and they don't really know why or where they came from. They can't really recall the first bad sure. experience. They just, it seems to be just something that's always lived inside of them. Mm-hmm. And not me. I remember things like this. It doesn't matter how young I was. Second grade, first grade, one day old. I remember exactly where all the trauma comes from. But it was one of those things where I didn't know I was afraid of fish until I was in the water with them. And um, they were big. They were they were big fucking fish, obviously, in the ocean. You could see. And everyone's like, oh, it's so beautiful. I'm like, this is fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. So I didn't really want to get in the water, but was somehow persuaded. <clears throat> and um, I dunked my head under the water with the snorkel. And I was like, I, I can't. I'm afraid they're going to the fish are going to touch me. Meanwhile, all the other children are, you know, trying to touch the fish. I'm afraid the fish will touch me. I was very afraid. So they said, okay, well, if you don't want to snorkel, we have this boogie board with like a plexiglass hole in it so you could look down. I go, well, not great, but better. I'll play along. Hopefully the fish will just leave me alone and I can stare at them from a distance. 
Well, some fucking asshole kid on the boat naturally would have it, had a few slices of bread and wanted to feed the fish. Mm -hmm. Well, I get in the water and this asshole decides he wants to feed the fish right where I'm at because clearly I'm struggling. Okay. So he's like, oh, let me feed the fish. So he would throw in the bread and all the fish would jump up Mm -hmm. to get the bread very close to me. I didn't realize that I was dealing with literally thousands of fish. Okay. So it was just a very dramatic scene getting me back to the boat where my um, sister, who was nine at the time, was just uh, just a mermaid in the water, That's, having the best time. You know, so we've talked about, like, going on the kayaks and snorkeling and stuff, and you didn't mention, like, oh, by the way, like, I'm f- afraid of fish. Well, there's two things here. Number one, I, I'm assuming and presuming that I will stay on the kayak. No, no, when I said go, on, go kayaking and snorkeling... Oh, you didn't say snorkeling. Oh, I, you I, always left that out. Oh no, I you never said. That. said Trust okay. me, you would. You, I would know because I would say, uh, "Can't make it ever." <laughs> you said. You said <laughs> you kayaking. Did say that. You said but... kayaking. No, I didn't. Okay. Um, but yeah, no, I don't snorkel. That's not going to happen. If I somehow fell into the water, I would obviously have to be okay enough to get myself back in the kayak. That's number one that I would I'm I'm assuming that I'd be in the kayak in the safety of the kayak for most of the ride. That's I think the goal. <laughs> most of the ride. Most of the uh the trip, whatever you call it, <laughs> session. One of these. And then number two, thankfully, Tampa Bay's water just really isn't as clear as the waters. Tampa Bay's. I love that show. Okay, we're moving on. <laughs> You're right. It's not. So even if there's fish around you, they're probably not as visible as they would be when you're in the crystal clear blue waters of Miami, Hawaii, Miami, Maui, Hawaii, excuse me. (laughs) So there's also that of just the um, just not I don't have to see it. So if I don't see it, it's not there sort of a thing. Okay. So but yeah, I don't I do not snorkel. I I do not really despite living by an ocean basically my entire life. Mm hmm. I do not like water stuff. I like pools. I like showers. I like jacuzzis. That's cool. I like a, what's that thing at Crunch Fitness? The hydration chair? Hydro massage? Yeah. I like hydro massages. Now, you don't get wet or anything, but it does include water. I guess. But in terms of aquatic life, not a big fan. Not a big fan. I don't like fish. I don't like urchins. I don't like crustaceans i don't like any of that stuff Mm-mm. no thank you insects of the sea fish are disgusting the way that they move it's it's very it's like a, it's very seizuristic if that's even a word do you know what i mean it's very con- they convulse they don't really i don't like that shit Mm-mm. so if i'm getting hit in the head with carp or whatever that's not a good time for me it looks like a lot of fun to me i oh. would absolutely do that Listen, as your spouse, I support you in whatever endeavors you want to do Thank outside you. of, you know, cheating on me. But you just, you do you, boo-boo. Thank you. Yeah, but... You go have brunch and I'll go get hit in the head with fish. <laughs> we are doing brunch next weekend um, with some of the ladies. Yeah, we meaning not me. We meaning me. Right, right. Le- here, I explained this to Blitz a few weeks ago. He didn't quite understand. When I say me, I mean... Me. When I say we, I also mean me. And then when I say you, it's actually me. 
Does everyone get that? <laughs> Does everyone understand? Does the class understand? <laughs> I'm kidding. Kind of. Um, but no, yeah, the, the ladies, uh, some of the ladies of the Bubba Army um, will be meeting for uh, Reagan's birthday. Um, there will be a two drink maximum for um, no one but one person. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Reagan can drink as much as she wants. It's fine. But, it's you know, party. it's her party. She can pass out in a swivel chair if she wants to. Right. You ever heard that song? <laughs> the one from John from Naples that he's just made right now. Oh, is he? No, I don't know. Oh, shame. Uh, no, Dark Match Steve, maybe one of the. I know one of them, maybe. Yeah, I'm, I, that would actually be a really funny parody song. Mm-hmm. It was an interesting night, that's for sure. But uh, yeah, so we're gonna we're gonna do brunch because everybody likes a good brunch, and I think that that's a nice way to celebrate a birthday. You I know, agree. I I used to like to I tried to do a big thing last year for my birthday, a birthday hang. If you, you did. Will. It was great. It was fun. It was a lot of fun, but it was it was like pretty exhausting. It, I bet. Yeah, and I because what I realized is because I'm such an empathetic person and not a uh, imp. You're not an imp. It's an empath. I'm an empath. I know that Bubba's a dark imp, <laughs> but I'm an empath. And he's a dark nymph. I always want to make sure that everybody is like having a good time, sure. if, especially if I dragged them out on like a hot day. Well, because they... not only not only did you drag everybody out, it was also like for you. Yeah, but it was the, for me. But like literally, nobody else could have set it up because it was for you, and it was like three or four different groups of friends that you right. that only you knew. Right, and and it's not like people don't like to go out on a beautiful Saturday no. afternoon and drink at a cool place. At a cool place, certainly they do. But I always just want to make sure that you know if if you came alone and you didn't know anybody or you, the rest of your group was yeah. late, I wanted you to feel feel included and not awkward. And sure. So even though I was getting drunk, I was trying to keep like a a poll of like. How, how long have I talked to this group or that person? And does this person feel like I'm ignoring them? And I want to make sure that I'm spreading myself evenly with everybody yeah. and give everybody the attention. So I think that, you know, this year it, I might do it like I do every other year, which is, you know, either don't celebrate it or maybe go on a trip or something. So, well, well I mean, we're going to celebrate. Well, yeah, we'll we'll celebrate, but just not maybe in a, in a party type fashion. Sure. You know, I think I'm good maybe for the rest of my life with that. Now, here's the thing. Going to somebody else's party, the best. Oh, absolutely. The best time. I never understood, like, the Kevin Hazlett mind were the the desire to host. The desire to entertain. Is- if you have the means, it's a lot more fun to be able to host. Because, because you can go, you know, if we had a 40 by 40 tent and could afford a band and could afford all the accoutrements that go along with it, that'd be fun. And then Kevin can just go, okay. True. That that makes things a lot easier. That does make things easier. But even when he like hosts people at his home. Yeah. Now, here, here's, let me do some, um, some money math for you. I think it was best described and explained by, um, Biggie Smalls. More money, more problems, right? Okay. The more money you have, the more things you have to worry about. Now, no one is happier during a hurricane than poor people because we don't have boats and really nice cars people that own roofing companies right or anything like that (laughs) exactly so we just go oh all right so my toyota camry gets wet right so fucking what we don't have anything really to a value to worry about so if i were to have a very nice big home um 
Oddly enough, I feel like I wouldn't really want to entertain that much because I'm like, I probably have a lot of cool, expensive stuff in that home, and I don't want some fucking assholes coming over and ruining it. Mm -hmm. So when Kevin talks about his son coming over and bringing eight of his closest no friends to spend two weeks at their house, I'm like, you gotta be they, out of here. They have to be heathens. They have to be heathens. I mean, they're probably good kids because they're friends with a Hazel. Right, but that age, but I mean, those. But age they're twenty three. Yeah, they're part. Like they're here to party. And they're coming from where's where's I don't even know where fucking West Point is, New York. So, it's up. It's it's a shittier state. So you have all these kids come down to Florida, which is the best state. It's like you know parties. Party time! You got palm trees, beaches, babes, all this. Yeah, of course, it's West Point, New York. Okay, there we go. Why the fuck would you listen? But Kevin and I think very differently. And even if you do have all of the resources to put things together, it's still like stressful because then you have to worry about the band not showing up, right? Or you have to worry about the the catering getting fucked up because the supply chain or whatever the right. table's not showing up because you know hurricane. Whatever the case may be, you have to. It's still stressful just because you're able to accommodate it or mm -hmm. pay for it doesn't mean that it's any less stressful. Sure. And then you don't want it to be just like a total bust where people come out and then it's like the fire fest and then like, ah, oh, well, Anna throws shitty parties. Now right. I got this horrible reputation. Well, then for... you, you know, like the fire fest, how do you fix that? Right, exactly. You don't. You, you do it the one guy. You don't. You uh, you flee <laughs> and uh, you or <laughs> Or sometimes you have to do some shit to get some water because guess what? People need to survive people are, people water. Are thirsty. You're thirsty. For some cock. Uh, let's take a phone call. Hello, who's this? Happy birthday, Blitzy. What's up, Happy birthday, Iggy, uh, formerly known as Caribou Lou 62. No, 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 no it's no, not. None of that. Oh, sorry. No, no, none of that. All I right. certainly hope, Anna, uh, Anna, I hope you're uh, you're going to treat my boy uh, really well this weekend for his birthday and all that uh Especially since he's allowing you to go out for your brunch thing with your friends. Allowing you know, guys you. like guys mm -hmm. like Blitz like to control people. I'm just fucking with it. Mm. He's a great dude. I'm um, I'm glad you guys are actually hitting it off. Happy birthday, Blitzy! I ain't got shit to say. Thank you, Lawrence. Happy... Later, bro. Thank you. Um. Oh, there we go. Uh. Yeah. Happy birthday. We should probably talk about that. I believe it's your birthday tomorrow. Is oh the day. wow! You're right. Yeah, if I were to um if I were to remember correctly, which I always do, cuz my memory is as good as fact. And every time Blitz tries to tell me otherwise about something whatever, you know, everything from what side of the road that Whole Foods used to be at, I go, "No." My brain remembers it a certain way and he's like, "No, I you're wrong." And I'm always right. I'm always right. Mm -mm -mm. I look it up, and I'm right. Just confirmed by fact. If you're such an expert on Whole Foods, how's that new Whole Foods? Like, I've never what, been. When, what, huh? I'm just talking about the location of it. Oh. Because I don't know if you guys are from the Tampa Bay area, but Whole Foods used to be on one side of the highway, okay? And then all of a sudden, I didn't go for a few years, COVID, whatever happened, and all of a sudden, now it's on the other side of the road. And I was like... Are there two now? What's going on? And so we're driving, and and Blitz points out a Whole Foods, and I go, yeah, used to. Be, there's one on the other side of the road. He goes, nope. I go, yeah, or at least there used to be. He goes, nope. And I was I, I was Hold looking on. on Google Maps. I was all fucking confused. By and the way, you'd realize that like I I did think there was a Whole Foods over there, right? No, I thought that you thought I was crazy. 
but I wasn't crazy. Well, no, you said there was one over there, and I said no. And I th- and in my mind, I'm like, actually, I think there used to be one, but it's not. I know there's not anymore. Well, and he then, didn't let me. He didn't let that on. He oh, made it no. seem like I was crazy. Oh well, yeah, you have to think. I mean, and, duh. I mean, I could barely sleep that night because I'm like, am I losing it? Am I losing it? And I'm I'm looking stupidly on, and I was kind of drunk. I think I'm looking on yeah. Google Maps and stuff, and I'm like, it's not there. Where the fuck did it go? Turns out they relocated a mile south, if even yeah, like, maybe like a couple blocks. Yeah, south. it's literally right over, and I, it was just that was so comforting to hear that in fact my memory was is spot on. Because I, I just remember, because it was one of the things where I'm always like, oh, Whole Foods. I love, like, it's just every time I see that little leaf, I'm like, ah, mm-hmm. I love it. So then when I saw it on the other side of the road, I'm like, what the fuck? But then, you know, you start to doubt yourself. Don't doubt yourself. Or maybe you should. I mean, some of you aren't have a horrible memory or are horrible <laughs> people, and you absolutely should doubt yourself, but not me. Yeah, not me. you're right. Uh, hello, who's this? Oh, hey, sorry, guys. I'm at work. Uh, it's track meet. This quick thing. Blitz, happy birthday tomorrow. Thank you. No, I won't get to talk to you. Yes, sir. Absolutely. And then you got two things on the fish stories. You were talking about the the fish coming out the water or whatever. There was a girl in high school with us. Oh. Her name was literally Trish. And then she went down one of the little rivers with her family on the vacation. And they had these fish that you guys are talking about. When she came back, she had 16 stitches under her left eye. There you go. So everybody thought from that day forward it would be funnier to call her fish. And her name went from Trish to fish for the rest of the high school. Mm-hmm. Anyway. And then the other thing is, is you were talking about being scared of fish in the water. Yeah. Well, I, I'm scuba certified and all that crap. And I'm scuba dived a lot of places. But the scariest place to scuba dive is actually in a lake. And I've swam up on a gator before. And you talk Ooh. about heart racing. Oh, man, that's that's some sketchy stuff right there. Because like, in my mind, a shark, you can kind of like maybe get away from some of the mouth because it's not all mouth. But an alligator, it's all mouth. Like the whole face is mouth. It's right. just super scary. But y'all have fun. Thanks for the show. Thank you. Weekend, All right. Have a Thanks. good one, Track Meet. Thanks for calling in. I actually did see a gator in the wild. Did you? Yeah, at you. Do they exist? Yes. Oh. And it pissed me off because I'd, I've lived in Florida almost six years, and people, you know, the gators... Yeah. Alligator, you see it all the time in the news. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously the Florida gators, U of F, whatever. And I go, I've never fucking seen a gator. I, I mean, I've seen a gator in you know a zoo or something, but I'd never seen one in a lake or on the side of the road or right. anything like that. In real life, basically. In real life, and and you see these stories constantly about a seven, you know, a, a, it walks into Seven Eleven, they it jumped into my pool, like whatever. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't even think this is real. This is like the Loch Ness monster. These gators aren't around at all. Never seen one. Never going to see one. It's been six years. If it would have happened, it would have happened by now. And um, there's a little place called Amateur Works. And um, we walk by it frequently. And there's like a little bridge. And there's uh, water underneath the bridge. And there's always people. Sometimes you'll see like some fish or turtle or something like that. And Blitz would always say, oh, you know, I saw alligator today, saw alligator yesterday, and then I'd be with him and there'd be nothing. And I'd go- A couple times that happened. Yeah, I'd be like, well, of course, because I'm here and also they're not real, so that's fine. Um, So a few weeks ago, we were walking close to it, and I think before we even approached it, you go, I wonder if there's a gator in there. And I said, probably not, because they're not real. And then, um, sure enough, there was a motherfucking gator in there. And um, And you were mad. I was mad. I was actually mad because it's like uh, I was keeping a 
like a, a, a rally going, you know, mm-hmm. a volley, if you will, of, of every you know day and year that I didn't see a gator. And I could at least say I'd never seen a gator in the wild before. And then not only did I see one, but I think you took pictures of me looking at it. So now there's proof. Yeah. Now you can't lie like you used to. And say, yeah. Oh, now I can't lie. You probably which seen is 40 of them before. Never seen a gator in, in real life. And, and there were a lot of people there and a lot of oohing and on. And um, I was a little upset. I wish I'd never seen that gator, but I did. So I guess they're real. That's cool. 81390 Bubba. Let's take, uh, let's take a little break. Perfect. And we'll be back shortly after this. It's going to be dry going in and out, but that's so we don't get a copyright strike. Okay. We'll be right back.
All right, we are back. Thank you for uh, being patient with us. As you guys know, tomorrow is Blitz's... Can, can we say how old you are? Guys don't care. 41. Oh. Oh, I can't believe you told people. <laughs> I don't care. Um, He'll be 41, and for his birthday, he wants to go to the MacDill Air Fest Tampa 2022. Is that what the official title of it? Yes. Okay. Oh, I, I mean. Now, much like women, a lot of women and maybe some gay men know like the hottest fashion trends of the upcoming year. What's new on the market? What's new on the market when it comes to military uh, air force? Oh, let me tell you. Stuff. And nothing. Oh. So may I just get something straight? You just confirm or deny. Every year it's the same shit. Is that? Um, is pretty, it the same shit now, they every had year? For a few years because of, you know chip shortages. Um, but it's the same thing every year. See, I thought you were going because you wanted to see like the newest, greatest planes, helicopters, like new technology, shit like that. Well, yeah, that's, 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 yes, you're right. That's exactly why I'm going. Or is this the same shit they've had since 1982? Pretty much. Well, f- listen. It's impressive, okay? The boy loves... Can we dive into Blitz? Because I feel like on some levels you're pretty... Um, yeah, dive into me. Complex person in terms of your interests. Mm-hmm. When did you start to get hard-ons for planes? Uh, honestly, probably one of the first times I went to the MacDill Air Show when I was like four or five. And what was it that really captured your attention or piqued your interest? Um, it's amazing that this heavy piece of metal can fucking fly through the air. Absolutely. But I'll have that thought and then I'm like, ew, lunch. And then I forget. Ew, lunch. I'm like, oh, lunch. And then I forget. Okay. So, like, why did you... It, it seems like this obviously piqued your interest for your whole life, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So, I mean, I can have that thought and be like, wow, that's amazing that this this thing can fly into space or in the air or whatever, but then I just I forget. But you, it seemed that... Um, because not only do you think it's cool, but you know a lot about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not even just about the physics. I, I don't know how much you know about the physics of it all. Probably a bit. Mm-hmm. But it, it seems like you also know... I'm, I'm a big fan of the Bernoulli effect. What's that? The pressure under top of the wing is lower than the bottom wing, so it causes lift. Okay. So, like, you know the physics of it, but it seems like you also know the, like, the actual equipment and the mm-hmm. newest models and changes and things of that nature. Yeah, I don't know, like, an S-ton, but I know a decent amount. Did it... Was it just, like, one trip to the MacDill... Air Force show or whatever that that really set you off for a life of aviation and fun? Probably. Okay. Interesting. It probably was. Uh, my mom would take us every year. Okay, because it's like a free local event and your boys and boys like planes Absolutely. and shit. Now, this obviously didn't have the same effect on your brother, it seems. It did. It did? Yeah, yeah. He also likes planes and shit? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, he's way into aviation, too. Not like I am, but he is. Okay, so maybe it was just like a... Um, there was like a critical period of, of young boy interest and you were exposed to it and then you both kind of just latched on the teat of planes and, and helicopters mm-hmm. and stuff. That's cool. I get it. And, and, the, and the, the thing is, they're, that's like 
the reason for the Airfest. What? So that kids can go there. Oh, okay. And, and get a love for aviation and stuff, and then they can suck you in and make you join the Air Force. I see. Now, that almost worked on you, but it didn't. Correct. Because you were like, I am doing basic training. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Actually, I, I, it's funny. I was talking to Bubba about that this morning during a meeting. What did you say? Or it, what, what can you divulge? Oh, uh, just that, like, I had friends that did different things in school, and, like, all my friends that did, like, that went into, like, either the Air Force or the military or, like, started at Publix but stayed with it or are, like, retiring right now. Interesting. And how does that make you feel? Old. Yes. Now, I don't know about you. I imagine it's it's probably the same for most people, but the birthday and, and I would say New Year's are times of reflection. Would you say that that's like a good, because obviously New Year's, because that's a good way to mark every year, obviously. Yeah. But also your birthday, because you are a year older. It's not mm-hmm. just that everybody is a year older. It's a, it's a day that's special to you, and you reflect on, because you can pretty much remember every birthday. I mean, I can pretty much remember every birthday I've had ever since I was maybe about seven or something like I, if you we would I would not maybe be able to recollect on my own but if people start saying hey remember this happened and that happened yes yes yeah, oh yeah that's I when could, we went sure. to the water park and that's when we went to the beach and that's when I went yep. you know and I was in Australia and got fucked up whatever the case may be you can pretty much remember it's a memorable time even if it's not memorable if that makes sense absolutely because on your birthday a lot of things happen that don't a lot of people reach out to you that don't normally Mm -hmm. so you can kind of remember you kind of keep a running tally and i know everybody does this who's listening about who fucking wish you a happy birthday because that's who's going to get a message from you you're like oh these are my real friends because i'm like oh yeah these are the people that actually give a fuck about me yeah so you know what i did a couple years ago is i stopped uh wishing people happy birthday on facebook and you texted them or called them instead? The ones that I, yeah, the ones that I, I shouldn't say are ones that I really cared about because a lot of times I just didn't do it at all. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just like, I was like, this just seems it's so much fake. better as a text. Yeah. It's much better. It's much more personalized because then, number one, if you're on Facebook and it says happy birthday, it gives you a very easy in to just, oh, click on this person. Oh, right. happy birthday. Right. Done. But then if you, see that and you go oh let me pick up my phone it doesn't seem like a lot of effort and it's not but it's it's marginally more than just a message on facebook Correct. and also it means more because on facebook you're also doing it so that other people see that mm-hmm. oh look how great i am i'm exactly. messaging this person and what a good friend i am and i care and i'm getting recognition and they're liking it but then if you send a personal text nobody knows except the person you've texted you know, so you don't get the social credit for it that you would with a public post. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Now, um, do you, are there people that you kind of take mental note when you are expecting a call or text from them, from them and you don't get it? Are you disappointed? Because I know that I sure as hell am. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. People like people that I definitely expect to hear from. And I don't. Like fa- close family members, perhaps? Like, well, kind of like Mario Gonzalez. Yeah? What about that guy? He just gave us $4.99 Super Chat. Thank you. Love him. I'm like, Mario Lopez? <laughs> Mario, I'm like, is this a famous actor that I'm missing? Thank you yes. very much. Um, we appreciate every penny. But yeah, there's people that I'm like, hey, like you should say something. Yes. I've gotten a little perturbed with friends who fucked up my birthday in that way. 
and they go, well, I just thought I would call you or text you a few days later. I'm like, that's not how birthdays work, sweetheart. Yeah, I- I've done that too, though. Yeah, but not when it's like your bestest, bestest friend. Well, right. Your bestest, bestest friend, and they fuck it up. Um, I'm thinking about removing my birthday from Facebook, so I don't. I don't even want to get anything at all from anybody. Yeah. I think it's. I think it's. I've best. thought about that. I almost did that like a week or two ago. Cause I and I. Yeah. I like I. Almost never use Facebook anymore. Yeah, I just look at it for the uh, the events thing. But uh, like I've mentioned a million times before, you guys are probably sick of me talking about it. But I've been on it off Instagram for two months now, and it's um it's strange how fast you adapt to that, and mm-hmm. then you like forget that. Instagram and Snapchat and TikTok are even things that people do and spend the how and that's how they spend right. some of their time. And I can't tell you how much better I felt about myself. I bet. Because you can go on your phone and see how much time you're allotting to each app. Mm-hmm. Screen much, time. Yeah, screen time. And I mean, there were a few times where I went on Instagram, I'm like, oh, that is not like upwards of, I mean, an <laughs> hour and a half, two hours of just because it's mm-hmm. every moment that you don't have something that you're that's yeah. occupying occupying your mind. So was that, is that another four ninety nine or is that the same one? Same one. Thank you very much again for the four ninety nine. Um, but now I spend that time doing other things, maybe talking to real people. Yeah. On the phone, talked to both my parents yesterday. Oh wow. How yeah, talked to my sister this weekend. You actually met my sister. I did virtually. Uh, yes, well, uh, via FaceTime. Right. Yes. Uh, thoughts. And you could be as honest as you want to be. Was it what you expected? I don't talk too much about her. Um, I haven't seen her in August. It will be five years that I haven't seen my sister in person. Yes and no. Okay. Um, she was so she was a little more like kind of bubbly and happier. I don't know than I than you expected. She's yeah. a bubbly person. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. She's upbeat for sure. Yeah, she's, she's upbeat. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, yeah. she's upbeat. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that. I was hoping to see like, some kind of fight because you always say you fight with her. We've. I, I thought about starting a few. There's a few th- a few things I was going to say. But yeah, I'm there like, was nah. some there were some pregnant pauses where you could have said something shitty <laughs> and you didn't. It. And I did too. But you know what? Uh, cooler heads prevailed. Yeah. And we we moved on. We we had a big. Oh, sorry. You're right over there. Yeah, I'm like kicking something. I didn't mean to. Um, we had, we had some issues over the vaccine and stuff, but it seems like. She's over it. She mm-hmm. doesn't really give a fuck anymore. I don't give a fuck. COVID's over. World War Three's yep. the new hot girl. So sure. whatever. Um, but there was there were a few impasses where we would get to a juncture and we could either start fighting or just say fuck it, let's not talk about it. And we decided to choose the sure the the more civil path. Oh, there was even a couple times where either you or her both said like, "Hey, we're not going to go there." Let's we'll start. not. Yeah. I mean, we've like, made every point right. You've made all the CNN, CNN talking points. I've made all the Fox News ones. Yeah. We're done. Yeah, yeah. We don't need to discuss it anymore. And that's fine. Like, yes. That's... And it was great. We moved on. Yes. After that, we'd go like, all right, well, we want to talk about that. And then we were just like laughing about um, she has a friend who's gained a significant amount of weight. Mm-hmm. And we enjoyed talking about that. She said, my friend, uh, let's just call her Amanda. Okay. Because that's her name. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like, yeah, no, she had three kids. She moved again. We, I grew up in San Diego, so she oh, tells yeah, me yeah, about yeah. this this person that you know moved to the Midwest. And I mean, if you go from San Diego to the Midwest, like you got issues. How much does she weigh? Uh, my sister said it's almost three bills, and I go, "There's no, no way." I said, "I've seen some photos where she was a little heavy. It's not three bills." My sister, my sister goes, "Oh yeah." Finds a picture, screenshots it, sent it my way, and I went, God damn! You're like, uh, I'm sorry, you're right. 
And that is not a phrase you hear from me often when speaking to my sister. Right. Or anyone for that matter. But I was like, oh, dear Lord. I And I said, I'm sorry that I doubted you and your ability <laughs> To uh, guess, to estimate um, anyone's given uh, weight and mass. So sorry about that. Yeah, that was, and she was hiding behind her mother and three children, and you could still see about five sixths of her body. Yeah. So there surrounding were, them. Right. So when you, that's another indication that maybe you have an issue is if you're trying to cover up with other people and it's not working <laughs> because you're the size of an oak tree, then maybe it's you. Yeah. And what's really interesting is because I I kind of grew up with this chick too because it was my sister's best friend and me and my sister are four years apart so she was always around. And um she was a very like cute kid, like little blonde, skinny. Mom was enormous, dad was enormous. Mm. Mom ended up getting like a bariatric surgery and lost like 200 pounds or something. Okay. And um I remember thinking she's going to gain it all back. The bitch fucking didn't. Oh, like good. 20, what, 23 years later, she still kept the weight off the mom. Oh, good. But what happened was is she gave whatever she had to her daughter, and now her daughter is- Oh, yeah, that's, that's how it works. Is a manatee. Okay. But she's living in, like, Oklahoma, where there's no manatees. So she probably um, maybe sticks out a little, but probably not, because it's the Midwest. And that she, is the- She fits in, more like- She fits in. Yeah. She's, yeah, right? Oh, I don't want to make a farm animal reference, but you get where I was going with that. That was the one good thing about living in Detroit is I was a dime piece to go from like San Diego, okay, mm-hmm. hot people, uh, Santa Barbara, even hotter people because now you're pulling like all the college kids. Okay, a lot of them are from L.A. L.A. girls are fucking hot because they got money. Mom skinny. They're just conscious. A lot of sorority chicks. Whatever. Well, what you really want is an L.A. face with an Oakland booty. Yes, that is what you want. Is that a song lyrics? Yes, what yes. is which song? Sir Mix a Lot. Oh, nice. Baby Got Back. Nice. Classic. And then I moved to a Sydney, which is hotter than all three mm-hmm. of those combined. I didn't think that there would be a hotter city than like LA. I was wrong. Sydney, Australia has incredible. Everyone is like an exotic bird. You know, it's like you're, you, you might be Australian, but like you're Brazilian. Or you're like half Filipino or whatever. But because Sydney's like right on the water, Aussies are very, very sports oriented. Yeah. And But here's the difference between Americans and Aussies. Americans love sports, but they don't like to play them. That's the difference. Do you understand what I'm saying? I like to watch football, but all a lot of the guys I met in Australia actually played like they called it footy, but it was rugby. So mm-hmm. whatever. That's like the equivalent of football over there. Kind of like Australian rules, rules football? That's a different sport completely. No, I know, I know. That sport, it looks like hell on earth. Yeah. That is probably the most cardio-intensive sport maybe I've ever seen in my life. Because not only can you kick the ball and throw the ball, <laughs> like there's no, you know, with like football, it's like, go, stop, go, stop, go, stop, right. stop. Timeout. It's stop. like th- this is like soccer where they just keep going. Keeps going. So you get you get tackled, and then suddenly the ball comes out of the side corner. Oh, we keep going. Mm-hmm. And they run, I think, like ten miles a game. It's like on average, it's crazy. Plus, but, they don't they don't wear much padding. No, they do not. So you can tackle, do all this shit. And this is Australian rules football. I'm talking about. Right. No, I know. And also rugby. And the guys that play rugby are absolutely beasts. Like they're animals. A lot of them don't wear helmets. And they uh, a lot of cauliflower ears. It, they're mm-hmm. 
they you can definitely tell who's a rugby player. They got they got a look about them. Obviously, not just the ears and the fact that they're uh, dumb. The CTE that, but also just like the stocky, like they got a huge barrel chest. Usually not the tallest guys. Yeah, thick legs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You gotta have those fucking. They got these fucking thick legs. Any rugby? I don't know how many of you know a rugby player, but they have this body type. They're probably between five eight and maybe five eleven. Mm-hmm. Barrel chest, big arm, not super ripped, and that's fine. Like not super ripped, but they got thick thighs. Save lives. Every rugby player I've met has that body type. It's just mm-hmm. it's just the way that it is. But the difference between Americans and, and Aussies, and I lived there for a, a decent enough time to kind of get a feel for the culture. I was there for 13 months. You know, you, you it's not like I was there for four days and be like, I know what. No, I, was, I lived there. I worked there. I had Aussie friends. But the Aussies there, it seems like they put more of a premium on, on playing sports in addition to watching them. Okay. But especially, but any like port city, any city by the water is going to be a bit more, um, you know, they're going to be a bit more body conscious. There's a lot of uh, vegan, gluten-free shit. You're going to see stuff like that. That's why I kind of, I've said this before, this is why I love living in a red state in a blue city. Or a blue city in a red state, rather. There you go. Because you get the freedom, but then also I get my fucking tofu. And I like my tofu and my kale and shit. That you may not Gross. find in a red city in a red state, Gross. but you will find in a red state in a blue city, which is nice. So I get the best of both worlds. It's the, it's the best. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know there were there was rarely a time when I was in Australia that I saw like a a really fat Aussie person. Apparently they do exist. They are called like uh, bogans, which is the equivalent of like a hick, a hillbilly. Okay, and I think you got to go a little inland. You know, it's it's strange because like Australia and America are probably comparable in terms of geography geographical size america's a bit bigger maybe a little bit yeah but the the population differences are just massive there's 330 million americans and there's like 32 million aussies well isn't like three quarters of australia like uninhabitable completely yeah um nobody lives there except oddly enough right in the center <laughs> right in the center is a a, a shithole but there's a cool like mountain that i'm not quite sure if it was man-made i don't think it was but it's like a burial site for like aboriginal people it's called alice springs right and someone tried to convince me to go see it and i said um no yeah so um no outback steakhouse has alice springs chicken and some of the alice springs yeah interesting i I obviously don't go to a steakhouse very often so right i wouldn't know but i remember um at the end of my stay I had the option to go travel around the country of Australia. Um, probably would have made it about three weeks with the money that I had. Mm-hmm. Or you go to Asia where they don't really care about people's well-being. Right. And I could make that money last three months. Ooh, Mario Gonzalez, 1999. I love you too. And I won on Gonzaga losing. Gorgonzola, which is a college. Yes. Also, uh, <laughs> stop and go, Steve, for Thank five you. bucks. Happy birthday. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. Um, yeah, so I said, oh, I could go to a desert and see some, no offense, shitty burial grounds. Mm-hmm. Um, or I can get fucked up for three months and get watch drunk ping, down. Watch or, ping pong shows. Watch ping pong shows and um, go tubing down a river blacked out. I think I'm going to choose the latter. 
Um, and I lasted three months, a little over three months. So that was definitely the better move. I would have liked to see, um, like part of Queensland. Um, I would have liked to see the Gold Coast. That mm-hmm. would have been cool. I, I would have liked to see the Great Barrier Reef, obviously from a distance, not going to... to... Do you want to snorkel on there? No, no, it's dangerous. There's too much coral. I'd, I'd hurt myself and sharks and shit. How do you feel about fish tanks? Mm, um, that, Fine, as long as it doesn't break on me, oh. you know? Yeah, I'll, you can go... Listen, if you want to see fish, these are the two places you go. If you, And obviously not in the ocean. I'm talking about other places. You go to the aquarium. In the meat market. Or you go to the Chinese <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. That's where you go. Um, oddly enough, but in the aquarium, it's not made to order. You can't go, I want to eat that one. You can say that, but... Eat, but no, there's no chef. But in, in the Chinese um, restaurant... Also no chef. <laughs> no chef? Yeah, there's no chef there. Um, they will just reach down and just, you know, rip yeah. its head off or something. They don't sure. give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Zero. At all. Um, I did, I have, I I don't want to, maybe I should stay away from this. Nah, fuck it. Um, it seems like in a lot of Asian cultures, there's really nothing that's off limits when it comes to animals, what you can eat and how you can treat them. Oh yeah. It seems that, and you know, although it was, ended up being a fake news story, which is fine. I'm all about a good cover story that, you know didn't cover so well, which was the wet market theory. Remember that? The, the bat pangle, to the, the pangolin. Pangle, the, the bat to the pangolin and the person, no, it went pangolin to the bat, right? Or how did it go? Bat to the pangolin, whatever. Who fucking knows or right. cares? But that people were eating bat soup and they contracted COVID-19 and that's how it all fucking started. Mm-hmm. It was the bat to the pangolin to the rat to the, who cares? Right. The monkey, the, I don't know. Um, but those markets do exist. Like that's Absolutely. not, and then that's why it was such a great, I mean, great in theory cover. That's what they, why they thought it would be a good cover is because they're like, listen, we got a lot of shit. There's fucking chicken shitting on lizards and mm-hmm. turtles and fucking everything. There's no limit. And, and it's one of those things where you don't want to say bad things. Cause when you start criticizing certain cultures, and that's really what I'm doing. I'm not really criticizing a Chinese person or anything, but no. uh, it's it's okay to criticize a culture. We do we can criticize the American culture. People criticize the American culture all the time and about, you know, America, American imperialism or just the attitudes of being an American or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Economic practices, what have you. But as soon as you criticize a another culture, you're like racist or something, which is fucking ridiculous. Right. Okay. Because there's plenty of people you could say who are Asian and they're vegan or whatever. You know, it just doesn't determine, but the standard cultural practices you're, in you're, much of Asia. You're not making fun of, you're having a discussion about. No, we're having discussion about, right. Yeah. So th- many of the standard practices in, in Asian cultures, in Chinese, Japanese, it seems like there is much of a disregard for animal life and how you treat animals. You You don't really see... Again, there are probably other cultures that I'm just unaware of, but, you know, when it comes to eating things like live, like mm-hmm. you don't even kill them and they're squirming on the plate and then you eat them and they die as you're digesting them. That Everything that I've seen from like, uh, what's that guy, Zimmerman, he was like on a Andrew show. Andrew Zimmerman? Yeah. Like all, and, and Bourdain and shit. Whenever I'd watch or those Anthony shows. Bourdain. Yeah. Anthony Bourdain, Andrew Zimmerman. Yeah. When you watch them, um... It seemed like whenever they were doing some real crazy shit, they were, you know, in the East, if you know what I mean. 
So I I have noticed that, that that seems to be a theme of, you know, a disregard. Like animals are food to them and that they're not like sentient beings. They're not treated like sentient beings over there, it seems. Yeah. And some places are weird, too, because they'll treat an animal like with a ton of respect and then like kill it and eat it right away. Yeah. And there's also this, obviously, people are aware of the... Um, what's the word? Not deity. They, uh, there's a lot of, what's the, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, not respect, but, oh, I think it starts with an R. Whatever. They, um, worship cows in India, right? And cows are sacred animals. Yes. But I remember reading... Gandhi, and he's saying there's no place in the world that mistreats cows more than India. And I went, huh, what? What do you mean? I thought they were like gods. They like represented, uh, you know, Supriyanka or whatever, you know, the god of fertility or something like that. But what they do is because they can't, this is how people always find a loophole with shit. And I love that. And it's not just Indians or, you know, it's Americans. It's everybody. It's like, oh, you can't do this, so you do it like this. You can't kill the cows because you can't. no one eats beef over there. Or at least most people don't. I'm sure there's some that do. Right. But you just got to keep the cow alive. And if you want to, like, sell the cow and make it seem like it's healthier than it is, they fucking pump those guys full of air, I've seen. Oh, nice. Like, they do a lot of horrific things to these cows because, you know, they can't kill them, but they're valuable. So how do you kind of make it seem like they are uh, of better quality than they actually are? Well, you want to make your... You no know, one wants a skinny, scrawny cow, so they, like, pump them. them well, right, but sometimes they just pump them full of air. Like, they do, like, horrific things mm-hmm. to these cows. That was one example I remember. I can't really hmm. remember any others, but um, the, because they can't kill them, they just, like, let them starve to death a lot of the time. Like, it's really, really sad. And it seems like you can't really touch them. Like, the, I, I've seen videos. I've never been to India, but you just see videos of... You know, cows just kind of wandering the streets like a stray cat, and they can't really do shit about it. So it's interesting, but it's uh, what I've noticed is like there's no and there's no like sense of um, dietary restrictions. It seems like in Asian cultures as well. Mm-hmm. You see in like in is Islamic cultures and in in Muslim cultures that there's things that are considered halal, which is like essentially kosher. There's mm-hmm. dietary restrictions. Yep. Jews have things that they can and can't eat. And even Americans, to a large degree, even though there's nothing religiously tying you down to eat something, there are just certain things that you cannot eat either, A, because it's a crime, or B, because it's just, it's just like culturally taboo. Mm-hmm. So, for example, you know, I don't think you're legally allowed to eat a dog in America. No. Right. But then there's things that are legal that people just find to be, can you eat a horse? I I don't know if you are legally allowed to or not. Uh, I know that, like, some people do. Cuban culture, I think it was, like, ter- Terrado or something. My my Cuban boss, my ex-boss used to tell me I, about I bought some shit. fireworks from a guy, like, years ago. Yeah. And he was, as I was leaving, he was like, hey, he's like, if you ever need any exotic meats, he's like, I've got, I sell the best horse and snake. And he named, like, five things. I'm like, thanks, dude. See ya. Yeah. Snakes you can eat, but no one does. Or very few people do. Yeah. Right. Even even things that just slightly vary from normal, but you would think, why would you have an issue with this? I think you even told me um, there was a meal that Bubba ate accidentally that had duck. 
Right. And it freaked him out. He said it tasted good, but once he realized it was duck, yeah, he, he in like, his mm, mind, he goes, that's not food. Right. He was like, mm, this is good. And we said, oh, it's duck. And he, he spit it out and was like, oh, I can't eat this. Right. Knowing that it was duck, because in his mind, chicken is a food. Cow is a food. Pig is food. Right. But a duck, even though it's a bird, is not food. Isn't that weird? Yeah. So it's it's funny how these things, even if they're just shifted just a tiny bit, are considered culturally unacceptable. Not to everybody, but, you know, the vast majority of people. And it wasn't a tasting because he thought it was good yeah. until he knew what it was. Until he knew what it was. Um, yeah. For, I don't know how we got there, but food, this, that, the <laughs> other. Um, I am excited for, for the uh, the Airfest show. I'm excited to, um, you know, and it, obviously it's never, it would not be something that I would go to on my own by any no, means. Me but, either. like... Huh? Better be. But the thing that I've said to you and um, the thing that I've like prided myself on is I'll always try something new. Sure. Unless it's like the fucking carp deal getting hit in the face. No, like, no. of course. Of course. But, you know, going to Bubba's racetrack or something, not anything I would it, ever be interested in, but I'm glad I went. And I it. wouldn't I wouldn't knowingly take you to something like that that I knew you absolutely wouldn't like. like no, I'll like, be walking like, around. Yeah, like and, it, the weather's going to be beautiful. Like yes. that's going to really help. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm always down to try new things. Even if yeah. I don't go again, it's never that it's like a bad experience. It's right. just something that i'm like okay i've done it i don't need to do it again i think i'm i think i'm good but i'm excited for it um i'm excited i like spending time and doing things for other people's birthdays yeah my own is stressful because mm-hmm. then i'm like ah, i want it to be good do i plan do i let someone else plan do i go somewhere do i not and and i mean whatever but like i, w- I would be going to this air show whether it's this weekend, next week, it just happened to be on my birthday. Yeah. So, so we go, we're going, and then maybe we'll, and then because we've been talking about Chinese people and Chinese food and stuff, we may go get some Chinese food tomorrow. We might. Okay, we'll see how we go. If if we don't tomorrow, we definitely will like very soon. Okay, deal. Um, guys, that is probably all the time we have for today. Yeah. Thank you, the two hundred twelve people that I gotta go to the air show. That stayed with us this whole time. He's got to go to the air show. Um, I got to go. I got to just go do some shit. Got to get ready for this weekend. <laughs> do some laundry. I do too. Do all the I, things. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta, stuff. Yeah. Just tying up loose ends and whatnot. Nope. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. We will see you Monday morning for the main show on Twitch. And Flapping um, Gaps comes out in 10 minutes. Flapping Gaps comes out in 10 minutes. So make sure you stay tuned for that. And uh, thank you guys for listening. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye. See you.